Hi everybody, Bill Brister here, and it's time for a little holiday break. So I'm going to bring back some of my favorite episodes. However, not the typical Real Estate Sessions Rewinds. I'm actually going to be playing my favorite episodes from Randing and Raving. Yes, our 20-episode mini podcast that Joe Rand and I did where listeners would call in with a question and Joe would uh, <laughs> have fun with it. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy one of my favorite Randing and Raving episodes. Hey everybody, welcome to another bonus episode of Randing and Raving. We are back with Joe Rand, Chief Creative Officer for Howard Hanna Rand Realty and Real Estate Raconteur. The premise of this series is very simple. We have listeners call in to 480-270-4590 and leave a question or a comment for Joe to respond to. Joe has no idea which voicemail I'm going to play for him and we just sit back, relax and let Joe go. So let's get this show on the road. Hey, Joe, uh, I hope you have some great plans for your Memorial Day weekend. Am I right? Am I wrong? I am so excited. You know how I am, Bill, that I love the summer. I love the long days. I am definitely somebody affected by that seasonal affect thing where I like long days. I really live in the worst climate, not the worst, but a pretty bad climate. I mean, I live in New York, New Jersey area where we get four seasons, but the four seasons are like, snow and then rain and then like two nice weeks of summer followed by humidity unbearable humidity followed by two really nice weeks of fall before it gets dark and 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 cold and the only thing saving the fall is football um you know i don't know why i don't live in california bill i don't know you live in florida so you get beautiful weather all the time i i know that i'm very jealous of people like you um and i'm very jealous somehow you know, my Italian ancestors who lived in the beautiful climate of Southern Italy and Sicily, they're like mocking me uh, from the grave that I live in the New York area where I get like a couple of nice weeks a year of weather. I'm, and I'm very excited. It's Memorial Day. I'm down at the Jersey Shore where I have a summer house and we're here to open it up for the season. I drove down today. Uh, I'm very excited for the weekend. And of course, I look at the weather and it's going to be crappy. It's going to be a terrible Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to be stuck inside with these kids. It's going to be like COVID all over again, or I can't leave the house uh, and I'm stuck with them. And then on the way down, Bill, I make fun of your dog for being Cujo. And I took my 60-pound my Labradoodle in the car with me. I had a 20-ounce venti cup of iced cappuccino in my cup holder. And the dog came in and smashed it and the cup exploded all over my dashboard and everywhere on me. And so that's how my day started. That's, that's, and despite that, Bill, despite this, <laughs> I am in a wonderful mood because it means it's the beginning of summer, which means we have June's a very, as, as you know, even in this terrible climate, June is generally a nice month in the New York, New Jersey area. So I'm very excited to get into June. I'm very excited to have longer days. These are the longest days of the year. Uh, and I love when the sun's up early. I love when the sun's up late. So I'm in, this is going to be a really easy call. There's going to be a lot of ranting and not a lot of raving because I am just in a very good mood. We'll see how the questions go, but I'm in a really good mood, Bill. How are you? I'm, I, we've talked about me. Are you in a happy mood going into this weekend? This beautiful <laughs> well, Memorial Day look, weekend. I, 
I'm having a conversation with Joe Rand. I could not be happier. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, oh, it, I just got back from Vegas. Just got back from Vegas. A little quick trip out to uh, I a conference. Saw, I saw you were out in <laughs> Vegas with Molly. I saw Molly McKinley had posted on Facebook that you were out there. Yep. You were in some of the pictures. Yep. I guess you had a uh, uh, group uh, group meet out in Vegas doing some work. Yeah, doing some work, talking to uh, you know other vendors and trying to share ideas and find ways to work together. And you know, it's it's what I do now, and it's a lot of fun. Um, now, now let me ask so you this because I know sure. you're a whale in Vegas, and I know that you basically have your pick of sweets at the Aria whenever you go down. And I guess my question is, in your palatial suite at the Aria. Right. Is there just one massage room or do you have two massage rooms in case two of you want to get massages at the same time? I mean, exactly yeah. how many massage rooms are there in your, you know, three level, 4,500 square foot suite that you get at the Aria Hotel every time you go to Vegas? Well, it depends on what you consider a massage room because when you when you bring in the spa, I mean, it, it, it feels like it could be more than two. That's uh, true. To be That's honest. true. You're right. With all the space yeah. you have, really, a massage room is what you make of it. So you put a massage table up and you've got a massage room. That's a very, right. I, I, I mean, probably we, was a yeah. bad question for that reason. There is that much space. So yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, anyways, we're not supposed to talk about that. Um, <laughs> well, Joe, let's, let's find a question. I yeah. think it's, uh, we have some questions to choose from this week. Of course, you never get to choose. I, I do listen know. to them because I've got a filter for you know uh, bad things. All the Russian bots calling in who are big fans. You know, you got to filter all that. There's been a couple. <laughs> there have been a couple I've had to delete. Yeah. <laughs> There's been I really want to hear those. All right. We should have an outtake uh, section where we do like an episode where it's like X rated <laughs> and it's all the people calling in saying nasty things and, you know, or I could read them, you know, like the read, you read mean tweets type stuff. All right. So who do we got today? Let's hear it. All right. So not going to say any names because that's not fair, you know, but you're going to hear this. Let me uh, play it for you right now. Hey, greetings, Bill. This is Sean from Ohio, longtime listener and first-time caller. I have a question for the wise and powerful Joe Rand. Joe, your list of career accomplishments and interests is long and very impressive. Your husband and father, your family owns a respected real estate company in New York. You went to Georgetown, then law school at Stanford. And apparently that wasn't good enough. So you also attended Georgetown Law. You became an attorney. You're an accomplished author. Twice of best-selling books, Disruptors, Discounters, and Doubters, and How to Be a Great Real Estate Agent, sold on Amazon and wherever good books are sold. You regularly serve as an MC or moderator at imminent events. You're a prolific and prestigious national speaker. And you're a New York Yankees fan. My question is this. If I, or anyone else for that matter, had the opportunity to introduce you to an audience but didn't have time to read off your entire list of impressive, chest-expanding, name-dropping accolades, which ones would you make sure are mentioned and which ones would you be okay being left off the list? I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Thanks, guys. Now, Sean from Ohio sounds suspiciously like Sean Carpenter. Is that Sean Carpenter? It sounds like Sean Carpenter. It sounded like Sean Carpenter to me too. Yeah, I'd say he didn't use his slogan though. He didn't sign off with his normal slogan. So maybe it's not Sean because doesn't he have like, he has, I swear, the longest like kind of motto slogan of anybody in the industry. And I, I, I can't even remember exactly. As, as I'm listening, I'm looking up in my email to see if I can find it. And I can't find, but it's something like, you know, keep reaching for the stars and keep your feet on the ground. That was like, that, that was Casey Kasem's actually. That was the old <laughs> AT Top Forty. Keep reaching like, for the keep your feet it. on the ground and 
and keep reaching for the stars. Yeah, I know it, but I'm going to let you guess a little bit no, longer. It's, this is it's more something fun. like, all right, all right. I'll see if I can guess this slow because I've seen it a million times. Is he, he puts yeah. it on every, it's on his email signature, I think, although I can't find it in the emails I looked, looked through while I was listening to him just now. And he, he writes personal notes, Bill. I mean, Sean is the real deal. Sean is like a great trainer, a great speaker, a wonderful guy. He's the only person in the industry who plays more golf than you on a regular basis because I see his Facebook feed is filled with pictures of him playing golf. You know, he yeah. lives in a terrible climate. So he, the fact that he plays more golf than you is really a testament because you can play all year round, and he's playing like four months a year when he lives out there in, in Ohio. But he's right. a brilliant speaker and trainer, and, and he lives it. Because he sends you these, you get these personal notes. Do you get personal notes from him? And every oh, personal oh note, he takes out, you know, a pen and he writes out this long slogan of his. And I can't remember what it is, but every time I get a, I, I, I listen, I love the personal notes thing. I do it myself quite a bit, but like, it's always so funny to get a personal note from him because I open it up and it's always like, it feels like it's a birthday card from my grandmother. And I open up looking for like $5 in the middle of it. Like, oh, where's the $5? <laughs> That I get that my grandma always said it, or and it would it would never be a cash. It'd always be like a check. And you had to go. You're 12 years old. You had to go. Yeah. Deposit by, a by check way, somewhere. By the way, Ted Risser, our puppy, got a handwritten note from Sean Carpenter. <laughs> did he write it? Did he write it in dog? Did he? Yep. Did he put the slogan oh. in it? How does the slogan translate to dog dog language? Well, look, dogs need to build relationships with their owners, right? Because that's really important that they build relationships. They also have a lot of problems to solve, right? They've got to solve problems like how am I going to learn how to, to go pee-pee outside? And 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 tr trust me, dogs are all about having fun. So yeah. building relationships, solving problems, and having fun That's absolutely it. That's it. works. Building relationships. Let's, let's break this down. It's okay. building relationships, solving problems, and having fun. And he always yeah. finishes like his, his email or his message with, it's not, it's keep solving relationships, building or building Solving, building relationships, solving problems, and having fun. It's long, yep. Bill. Having fun. Like, I mean, that's why he's got to really be careful because, I, you know, I'm, he should write a book. He should absolutely write a book. He's got a lot to say, interesting stuff. He should write a book. But when you write a book, occasionally, even with the very modest number of books that I've sold, and he was very kind to call me a best-selling author. It really depends on how you calibrate that. But with my two books – my first one, how to be a great, my first one, disruptors, discounters, and doubters. My slogan coming out of it was, you are the answer, right? Like, because disruptors was all about problems. So who's the yeah. answer? You. And I would, I would underline, you are the answer. And then I would sign it. And that'd be my little message. And that was very short, very simple. My second book, how to be a great real estate agent. My, my little thing that I would write, my little slogan was, you're great. That's it. You're great. Exclamation ah. point. Underline the great. And like make someone feel good about themselves. That's the whole point of it. If he has to, and then sign your name. If he has to sign books with the solving problems, building relationships, having fun stuff, it's going to take him forever. It's going to give him hand cramps. It's really it, tough. It's just, it's just br, right? It's just br sphv. He could That's do like, that. I think, he, I think yeah. it has become. It, it does. It has become so ubiquitous and so identified with Sean Carpenter that he could get away yeah. with just like the. You know, WWJD. What would Jesus do? Like that sort of thing. He put it on. Yeah, yeah exactly. he could put it on exactly. like a like a bracelet, and that's what he should do. He should make bracelets with the, whatever the initials are for that, and like have them made and give them out to people at conferences. You know, keep Sorry building relationships, having fun, solving yeah. problems.
barking yeah. up a storm, which your dog is doing. And my dogs yeah, uh, were barking Ted, before. Ted, Ted loves your voice. It's great. Ted loves my voice. And that's people listen. They they I, I hear that all the time. They listen just for the soothing sound of my voice. Just, just <laughs> a little AMSR. You help yeah, people fall asleep at just, night. It's like a little therapeutic thing for them. And it's therapeutic for me as well. Uh, look, so right, somehow Sean, in here, we have to answer Sean's question. Oh, I will. I just say one more thing about Sean because I remember this because okay. when he came to all New York right. and we went out one time. Sean is one of these guys that thinks beer is like wine, like that it's beer. And he's like, it's, it's a special hops and it's this. And he gets the, he's one of those beer guys that like, God forbid, he drinks like a beer that you get at a supermarket. It's gotta be like handcrafted and brewed and the whole thing. And like wine people are insufferable about the wine. I mean, they're like unbelievable with the terroir and the whole bit. I mean, I've gone to Napa. I like drinking wine. I have no idea what I'm doing. I just like drinking wine. But you go with these people and they're like swishing it around, the whole thing, and they've got a whole vocabulary to describe it that I don't understand. They're insufferable. And that's wine. I, at least with wine, you're talking about like you have to age it and there's a lot of like chemical processes that go, this is beer. These people are like out of their minds. Like you need <laughs> something to get excited about if you're like getting that excited about beer. All right, Sean Carpenter has a question. And Sean asked a question, and it's really a very suck-up question. I mean, this is a guy who's really, I don't know if he thinks that I'm hiring speakers or something, that he thinks that, like, he's going to get a gig. Because, like, that is really, I mean, I, even I'm a little embarrassed for him to, you know, for him to go through all of my, all of my accomplishments, every one of which was true, by the way. All those things yeah. are true about me. He missed a bunch of them. I mean, I don't know. He didn't mention RAS Newsmaker. He didn't mention... You know, the Power 200. He didn't mention Inman Influencer. He didn't mention that I was in, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, uh, Rob's uh, list of, um, you know, the Rob Hans list of like seven yeah, people he, to watch that was earlier this broker, year. Broker Public Portal? I mean, no, I'm Broker Bob. I'm, 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 the, I'm the executive director of the Broker Public Portal. But I'm talking about like awards and honors and things uh, like that. And there's a bunch of stuff he just doesn't know about. So I get it. He, you know, he doesn't want to go on too long. At some point, the tape runs out, right? He can't list all the things that I've done. He wants to know what is the thing, if you're going to introduce me, what's the one thing that you would mention about me that you, if you had a very short time to introduce me, that you would introduce me? All right, let me think for one second about what would be the one thing that you'd have to say about me? Yeah, because we, I, by the way, I have plenty of quote tape, as you call it. So you can take your time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's what it is, Bill. And it's none of the things that he mentioned. The thing that I would think that I'm in my career that I'm most proud of, and and I want to come up with something because obviously I'm proud of the books and I'm proud of the other things that I'm proud of this, Bill. And I'm not alone in this, but I think anybody who can say this about their career, I think, has real has has a feather in their cap. I owned and worked at, along with my family, a real estate brokerage in 2008 and 2009, and we came out the other side, Bill. We came through that. That was a test of of your metal. It was a test of your creativity. It was a test of ingenuity. It was a test of discipline. It was a test of motivation. It was grueling. We lost in my market. 
like 60% of the transactions and the average price went down about 30% in like 18 months. And my market wasn't even the bad one. You think about some guys who work in Florida, um, you know, Ray Mesa, a good friend of mine from the industry, ran uh, the Florida company. It's, it's now Berkshire Hathaway, Florida Properties. Back then, I think it was Prudential. I mean, what they went through after those great years in the mid-2000s, I mean, the, the market collapsed around them. And, you know, what, what, I, if, what we went through the first couple of weeks of COVID, I thought it was going to be, oh, my God, 2009 over again. And then the market just withstood all of that stuff. But I don't think anybody who wasn't a broker, an agent, a manager in 2008, 2009, if you weren't around for that, you really don't know just how scary it got. I mean, I remember looking up at the end of 2008 and thinking, are we going to sell? Is anyone going to buy a house next quarter? Like, why would anybody buy a house in the middle of like what was a free fall in pricing? And, and it was almost like what we realized was that there's like a subsistence level of home sale. Like in the worst possible market, we found what the baseline was, that there people are still, some of them are going to move because they have to. Their wife kicks them out. Uh, they graduate from college and they can't live at home anymore. They get transferred or they get fired or whatever. There's some level of, of homes that get sold. And that's what we lived on in 2009, yeah. 2010. And I will say this, and I'll give all the credit, that home buyer tax credit of 2009, 2010, stop the bleeding, save the market, got us back on our feet. And then the market slid a little bit after that, but we had staunched the worst part of it. So you know what? Here's the thing. I wrote some books. That's eh, fine. I'm proud of the fact that I actually finished the book uh, as much as anything else, because that was hard. I'm proud of my kids and I'm not even going to put them in the same category. I'm not, well, I'm not proud of my kids. My kids are terrors, but I'm, I'm, you know, I managed to procreate, Bill. That's, you know, that's not easy for a man like me, right? Okay. I, actually, I managed to, I managed to, to have them. Too, too much information. Go I'm ahead. not raising them, Bill. I'm not raising them, yeah. but like, we know I, I, I left we my know mark. I've, I've done my job. I've yeah. replicated. My wife and I have done our job to keep the, the humankind going forward. We're two people. Yes. We produce two people. We've replaced ourselves. Everybody you're, else, it's up to you, right? You're keeping the Rand name going. Good, yes, good for yeah, you. that's right. Okay. So I am, I'm proud of all that stuff. But if you really want to say like where things were touch and go, you know, if I hadn't written the books, my life would be largely the same as it is now. But like if my brothers and I and my mother and everybody else that worked at our company and, and you know, let's to the other people that, that persevered through that period, if we had not had the 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 strength to get through that then my company would have been gone it would have been yeah. swallowed up it would have disappeared as would a lot of, and some of them did some of them didn't make it some of them came through very different some of them came through having been acquired you know but I, that's what i would say that's what i would say to sean is that, and i would say the same thing because sean, sean has you know he worked through that period too um you worked through that period too um, entitled which we we were devastated right? what was I mean, going to happen was, yeah yeah, we with no idea. No and idea. So, and so, you know, that's what I would say. The 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 thing that I would say, go introduce me. Joe Rand, Joe Rand was a broker in 2008 and 2009, and he made it through the other side. That's what I would want people to say about him. Nice. How nice. about that? 
That's perfect. I love it. In fact, uh, you can see I'm holding Ted here. Ted loves it too. He's so excited he can't sit still. Just wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Yes. And in, in an and audio like only medium, in an audio only medium, it's always good to reference stuff that people can't see. But yes, you Absolutely. do have a, it is a beautiful dog. That is a beautiful dog that you have. That, what is it, Jack Russell something? What is it? What is it? it? Uh, Jack Russell, a Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah, yeah. So. It is a Jack Russell Terrier. Okay, I got that right. You make you like yeah. laughing like I got the name wrong. I got the name right. Beautiful dog. Yeah. It's a beautiful you did dog. Really well. It's it's yeah. it's a it's a it's a shame what that dog how that dog has beaten you up over these last few months. But <laughs> it's a beautiful dog. It's just it's like a it's like one of those flowers that you just can't touch because they got thorns and they've got you know. <laughs> things that make it that give you rashes and whatnot like this dog every is, rose, is slowly every rose has a apart. thorn is it, yeah, yeah rose every rose has a thorn that's what yes. you're saying yeah. the most beautiful rose has a thorn and that that beautiful yeah. jack russell terrier has teeth like a piranha <laughs> that he has sunk yeah. into your your arm <laughs> on many occasions uh all right that's good joe, yeah, it was a good call good call from sean fantastic very kind of him that was a very fantastic kind of joe i'm gonna let you go uh you got to get the family ready uh the place ready for your family so yep. Uh, have a great Memorial Day weekend. You too. And I just want one last thing to say to you, Bill. Yeah. I want you to keep building relationships and solving problems and having fun. There you are. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Thanks so much for checking out Randing and Raving with Joe Rand on the Real Estate Sessions podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. You can always throw in a rating and review. That helps as well. And to leave your question or comment for Joe, the number is 480-270-4590. Cheers. See you, Bill.